Galatians number five this morning. Galatians chapter number five. And uh, again, we're looking at the fruit of the spirit. We're on meekness, the eighth of the nine. Well, we're getting close to the end of this, but we're going to look at meekness this morning. Matthew chapter, or, I'm sorry, Galatians chapter five. Just remember while you turn there, I'm going to go ahead and read a few verses if you don't mind. <coughs> Verse number 22 and 23, but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such there is no law. Obviously, that's in contrast with the works of the flesh. Verse 19, now the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these, adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, uh, variance, emulations, wrath, strife, seditions, heresies, envies, murders, drunkenness, revelings, and such like. Other which I tell you before, as I've also told you in time past, that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. So we have a contrast of works of the flesh and fruit of the Spirit. Just remember, all of us should want to try to have the fruit of the Spirit. What is love? Love is a divine concern for others. What is joy? Joy is a gladness of heart. I'll tell you what, uh, some people, they have to put a front on to be glad. But I'm going to tell you something, if you've got the fruit of the Spirit, you don't have to put a front on. It's there, amen? So a gladness. So the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace. Peace is that tranquility of mind. Not being bothered uh, by something constantly on your heart. Just remember, I want to tell you something. All of us have those times that we get uh, worry, worry or concern. But can I just tell you the fruit of the Spirit is peace. God gives us that peace. And so we want that. But love, joy, peace, long-suffering, long-suffering. Long-suffering is patience under injury. And uh, none of you have ever been injured before. But whenever uh, you have a problem, being patient, long-suffering, going through that with long-suffering. And then uh, gentleness means kindness. Goodness means to do good to others. And then uh, gentleness, goodness, faith, of course, is taking God at his word. And then today we're going to look at meekness. Church family, uh, at the top of your lesson, you've got meekness as being humility of mind. I want to talk to you for just a little bit about this idea of meekness. And uh, I, I, I want to take the lesson, if you don't mind, uh, from Moses. And the reason for that is there's only two people in the scripture that talk about having meekness. Jesus was one of them. Matthew chapter 11, remember? He said, I'm meek and lowly in heart. And so Jesus was the example of meekness. But the other one was actually uh, Moses. If you turn, turn your Bibles to Numbers chapter 12 with me now. Numbers chapter 12. And uh, most of you have seen this before. But in Numbers chapter number 12, look down in verse number 3. Numbers 12, verse number 3. It says, now the man Moses was very what? Was very what? Meek. All right. Now the man Moses was very meek above all the men which were upon the face of the earth. And that's a pretty strong statement or a specific statement, when you think about, God said Moses was more meek than any, than all, the word all is used, than all the men of the earth. And uh, Moses was the person who killed somebody, <laughs> and he was meek, all right? Moses was, the one, Moses was the one that was not able to go into the promised land because they provoked his spirit, and yet God said he had more meekness than any other man that was on the earth. Now, because of that, I want to take our story from Numbers 12 this morning, and I want to talk about meekness, and I want you to think about, you know, as far as having meekness in our life, I think there's some specific things about Moses in his life that shows this meekness in this brief story about uh, Aaron and Miriam being critical of, of him, and then the Lord defending him. I just want to show you some things I think that would really help us as far as this area of meekness. All right, so what is meekness? Meekness is a humility of mind. It's an attitude or a thought process. And so, again, uh, we sometimes say meekness would be gentleness. We sometimes we kind of, uh, I guess you'd interchange the words, I guess you'd say, or a softness of temper or being mild-mannered. Uh, meekness is not weakness. Meekness is just, again, uh, a mental spirit of when somebody confronts or when somebody is critical as far as how we respond to things, all right? Now, so that response comes because of being filled with the Spirit of God. 
If I'm filled with the Spirit of God, then these fruits are going to come out. Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness. So this morning, I want to look at Numbers 12 and just use Moses for just our example this morning. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, Lord, I ask you to please again help your people this morning. Lord, thank you again for letting us be here. Give us wisdom. Lord, we all need meekness. Lord, just ask you to please help us to understand the story and make application to our own lives. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. All right, church, let's look at Numbers 12. Look at verse 1 with me, if you don't mind. The Bible says this, And Miriam and Aaron spake against Moses because of the Ethiopian woman whom he had married. For he had married an Ethiopian woman, and they said, Hath the Lord, now they being Aaron and Miriam, and they said, Hath the Lord indeed spoken only by Moses? Hath he not spoken by also by us? And the Lord heard it. Now the man Moses was very meek above all men which were upon the face of the earth. Now, I'm going to walk through this, if you don't mind, as we go. And I just want you to think about Moses being a meek person. What was his response to things, okay? So, when we have meekness in our life, that humility of mind in our life, I look at Moses' life and I look at this particular story, and you do not see a response from Moses. Church, I mean, if there's anybody Moses could have responded to, it would have been to Miriam and Aaron as his brother and sister. This was not like strangers or Korah or people who were attacking him. This was family was attacking him. And I want you to notice that because he was meek, he did not react to criticism. All right. Now, all of us need to have this meekness. And what do we do? It's not responding or reacting to our critics in our life. Now, just let me think for a moment here. Only by pride cometh what? Only by pride cometh contention. So our natural response when somebody is critical of us is to respond back. But why do we respond back? Only by pride cometh contention. In other words, our pride is what's hurt, and so we respond back to the criticisms that are taking place. So a fruit of the Spirit is meekness. And if I have that fruit, if I'm living a Spirit-filled life and I have meekness, I've got the humility of mind. That's the opposite of pride, by the way. Only by pride cometh contention. If meekness is humility of mind, then what happens is, is I don't have to defend myself. By the way, I think in the story here that Moses was wrong for marrying the Ethiopian woman. I think because of the children of Israel, they were supposed to marry Israelites. He was not supposed to marry an Ethiopian woman. He was still wrong for what he had done. But because he had meekness, he did not respond to the criticism of his own brother and sister. So again, what, 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 as far as having meekness, what will meekness do? It will cause us not to react to criticism. All right? Now, some of you in here, you, you never um, get criticized. All right? you, everybody loves you. Everybody thinks you're the greatest thing in the world, so you don't have to worry about this. But there are others of us that uh, people become critical uh, of us in our lives. And so what happens if we're not careful, we try to defend that, defend ourselves and what they're saying and why it's wrong about what they're saying. In this passage here, Moses did not respond. So when I look at this particular verse, and the Bible says that he was the meekest man in all the earth, why did God put that verse in this story? I think it is because meekness causes us not to react to criticism, all right? And it's so easy for us to do, but that's a pride thing in our life when we do that. Ecclesiastes 7, verse 21 and 22 says, Also, take no heed unto all words that are spoken, lest thou hear thy servant curse thee, for oftentimes also thine own heart knoweth that thou thyself likewise hast cursed others. So what's he trying to say? The Bible's telling us here, listen, you don't, don't worry about what everybody's saying about you, just worry about what God thinks about you. All right? And so, again, that idea of overcoming evil with good is not reacting to criticism that we have. So, again, the story of Moses. He's the meekest man on all the earth. <clears throat> Why is that verse in this particular story? Because he did not react to criticism. All right? Let's look at another thing here as we continue down, verse 4 through 9 here. 
Verse 4 says this. It says, And the Lord spake suddenly unto Moses and unto Aaron and unto Miriam, Come out ye three unto the tabernacle of the congregation. And they three came out, and the Lord came down in the pillar of the cloud and uh, stood in in the door of the tabernacle and called Aaron and Miriam, and they both came forth. And he said, Hear now my words. If there be a prophet among you, I, the Lord, will make myself known unto him in a vision and will speak unto him in a dream. My servant Moses is not so. All right, now what's he saying? What, what does he mean by Moses is not so? In other words, Moses is not the prophet that God was going to speak to him in a dream and a vision. God was a whole lot closer to, to, to Moses than just giving him a dream or a vision. Look at the rest of the verse. He says this, he says in verse number, uh, uh, see here, verse number seven, my servant Moses is not so. In other words, he's not a prophet that I'm going to give a dream and a ver- vision. Who, verse seven, who is faithful in all my house. With him will I speak mouth to mouth, even apparently, and not in dark speeches, in the similitude of the Lord shall he behold. Wherefore then were ye not afraid to speak against my servant Moses? And the anger of the Lord was kindled against them, and he departed. Church, I mean, God, uh, again, we go back to this meekness thing. <clears throat> Moses not only did not react to criticism, Moses let God defend him. Now think about that. That's meekness. Hey, we have a tendency to defend ourselves. Why are you doing this to me? You, you shouldn't have said that. What meekness is, it's a humility of mind that says, I don't have to react to criticism. And not only do I have to rea- not have to react to criticism, I can let God defend me because God's the one that does it. I like that phrase that's mentioned in verse number two, the last phrase. In the last phrase, verse number two, it says this. There's a question, obviously. Uh, they said, hath, not the, hath he not spoken also by us? Look at the last phrase, verse two. And the Lord heard it. When you're being criticized and people are being negative, can I just tell you, God hears all that. I know you know these by heart, but go ahead and turn over to Romans real quick. Romans chapter 12, all right? I think these are the most familiar. It talks about God and his vengeance, but Romans chapter 12. Look what he says over here. <clears throat> Romans chapter 12, look at verse 17. Recompense, verse 17, Romans chapter 12. Recompense to no man evil for evil, provide things honest in the sight of all men. If it be possible, as much as lieth in you, live peaceably with all men. Verse 19. Dearly beloved, avenge not yourselves, but rather give place unto wrath. For it is written, vengeance is mine, I will repay, saith who? All right, the Lord. Therefore, if thine enemy hunger, feed him. If he thirst, give him drink. For in so doing, thou shalt keep coals of fire on his head. Be not, be not overcome evil, overcome evil with good. When a person who has meekness, they allow God to do what's necessary as far as taking care of them, all right? In verse number nine, it says, God was angry with Miriam and Aaron. You don't find God, you don't find Moses being angry with them. You find God being angry with them. By the way, Moses got angry other times in scripture. He come down from the mountain. These guys made a golden calf. He comes down and takes the Ten Commandments and he, in his anger, he breaks the commandments, all right? So it's not that Moses couldn't get angry. I mean, he killed a man, all right? But can I just tell you that meekness, as is mentioned in this particular passage, it causes us to allow, to not defend ourselves when we're being criticized, and it also causes us to allow God to defend us, all right? Casting all your care upon him, why? So does God care when people are critical of you? Does God care when you're having problems in your life? God cares about you in these areas. You should let God do the defending, all right? Hey, remember in Romans chapter 12 where it said, give place unto wrath? You know what the problem with Christians are? They want to be the person doing the wrath. They're supposed to give place to wrath. What do they mean? Let God become angry about the person who's offended you. You do not become angry about the person who's offended you. 
He said, well, I don't want to do that. You know why you don't want to do that? Because it goes against, it's, it's part of our flesh. But if I'm living in the spirit, the fruit of the spirit is meekness. If I'm living the Christian life like I'm supposed to, I will let God take care of it. I won't take care of it. All right, that's, that's meekness. So a humility of mind. Church, let me listen. Most of our offenses have to do with pride because I can't believe they did that to me. I can't believe they said that about me. I can't believe they're not doing this for me. All that is is me, 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 me. Meekness is that humility of mind saying, okay, listen, God's in control. So when somebody's critical of me, I don't have to defend myself because meekness causes God to defend me instead. All right? Now you're going to love this next one. All right? Look at verse number 10 with me. Verse number 10. The Bible says this, and the cloud departed from off the tabernacle, and behold, Miriam became leprous, white as snow. And Aaron looked upon Miriam, and behold, she was leprous. And Aaron said unto Moses, Alas, my Lord, I beseech thee, lay not the sin upon us, wherein we have done foolishly, and wherein we have sinned. All right, now, Trisha, man, I don't know for sure, but my guess would be that the reason Aaron did not become leprous is because it was against the, the law for a priest to be a leper. All right, and of course, Aaron was the high priest. I don't think it was a matter of one was a man, one was a woman. I think it was just a matter of that he was the priest and God did not allow him to become a leprous person. Look what else it says here in verse number 11. And Aaron said unto Moses, the last my Lord, I beseech thee, lay not the sin upon us. <clears throat> verse number 12, let her not be as one dead of whom the flesh is half consumed when he cometh out of his mother's womb. Look at verse 13. And Moses cried unto the Lord saying, heal her now, O God, I beseech thee. Now I circle the word now because... <clears throat> You know, this was a matter of life and death. She, leprosy was a killing disease. And so he comes to God and says, God, now, I want you to heal her now. Now look what God says next, okay, verse number 14. And the Lord said unto Moses, if her father had but spit in her face, look at this phrase, should not she be ashamed seven days? Now, what I want you to think about is this. A person who's meek, first of all, does not react to criticism. A person who's meek lets God defend them. A person who's meek in verse number 13, what's Moses doing? Who's Moses speaking to in verse 13? And Moses cried unto who? All right, so Moses is praying, and who's he praying for? Okay, his sister, who criticized him, all right? So you know what meekness does? Meekness causes us to pray for those who are against us, all right? Now, I want to tell you that goes against everything that we can think of in as far as our, our flesh and as far as our uh, humanity, is if you don't like me, I don't like you. If you, if you want to talk bad about me, I can talk bad about you, all right? But can I just tell you, a meekness, the fruit of the Spirit, just for me, it is a supernatural characteristic because that's not natural for us to have that humility of mind when attacked. God says, if you're walking in the Spirit of God, that when you are attacked, guess what you're going to do according to, according to the story that God gives us around the greatest person who had meekness? You're going to pray for them. Just for me, when, as soon as Aaron said, Moses, would you pray? He immediately what? God, would you please heal her now? Now, God said, no, she needs to be ashamed seven days. But, but I want you to understand that what, is, what did Jesus say on the Sermon on the Mount? He said, Matthew 5, 44, but I say unto you, love your enemies, bless them that curse you, do good to them that hate you, and pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you. Now, by the way, God did answer Moses' prayer. It was just seven days later, but he answered Moses' prayer. He healed her. Hey, when's the last time you prayed for that person you don't like? All right, I know you don't want to do that. I know that you, 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 by the way, you're not the only person, that person who's mean to you. God says enemies. <clears throat> I think there's certain people that are not necessarily enemies, but you don't really necessarily like them. 
But, but God, he, he, Jesus really stressed that on the Sermon on the Mount. He said, pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you. He didn't just say people who are your enemies. He says, hey, pray for those people. What is, that? what is that? That is a fruit of the Spirit. I can't drum that up. The Spirit of God is the one that allows that fruit that comes out in my life for me to pray for people who are against me. All right? Now, one more thing I want you to see that, to me that's uh, another thing that's kind of interesting here. The reason Moses was meek, the last thing I want you to notice again is verse number 13, the word now. He says, heal her now. Then God says, let her be ashamed seven days. A person who's meek trusts God's timing. God, I want you to heal her now. No, I don't want to heal her now. She needs to be ashamed at least seven days. A lot of times when we, uh, people are critical of us, we want it fixed now. You know what a meek person does? They trust God's timing. You know what a meek person does? They realize that God has, sees the bigger picture as far as how this thing is going to fall out. I want to tell you something. When people are mean to us, we want, it, we want the lightning bolts to come down now. And God says, not, not yet. In other words, God's going to continue to do his work. We just can't see his whole plan. But you know what a meek person does? He trusts God's timing. A meek person realizes that God is in control. If he wants to go seven days or he wants to go seven years, that's totally up to him. Church, I mean, have you ever had a prayer request that you wanted answered and it seemed like God is still <laughs> has not answered that? But what do you do? You pray every day. You're consistently praying. Well, maybe it's salvation of a lost person. Maybe it's something in particular. But you're praying for that. Now, in our mind, we want it now. But God has not deemed necessary for it to be done now. You know what meekness does? It's that humility of mind that says, okay, God, I wish this was over, but you know what's best. That's meekness, all right? So, church family, what have we been studying these, these days as far as the fruit of the Spirit, okay? This is not, this meekness, humility of mind is not something that I just say, okay, I've got. It's as I get filled with the Spirit of God, that's what flows out of me is this humility of mind. And as Moses was, again, I don't react to criticism. I let God defend me. I pray for those who are against me, and I trust God's timing. All of us are going to have problems in our life, but all of us need meekness to be able to take care of those problems. There's no doubt about it. All right. Trisha, you did a good job listening this morning. Let's pray and ask God's blessing before we uh, dismiss here.